guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So continuing this idea yesterday, as we were talking about how to handle it when there is offense between someone else and how to handle that, you know, Jesus said between him and thee alone, Peter takes this a little bit of a step further in verse number 21 with a very familiar story. And I want to try a little different take on it today. Uh, Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? This idea of offense. And I forgive him until seven times. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. So now I remember a quote here a couple years ago from General Conference. Elder Lindsey Robbins said this. He said, presumably Peter thought seven was a sufficiently high number to emphasize the folly of forgiving too many times and that benevolence should have its limits. In response, the Savior essentially told Peter to not even count, to not even establish limits on forgiveness. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven seven times, but until 70 times seven. Obviously, the Savior was not establishing an upper limit of 490. That would be analogous to saying that partaking of the sacrament has a limit of 490. And then on the 491st time, a heavenly auditor intercedes and says, I am so sorry, but your repentance card just expired. From this time forward, you're on your own. The Lord used the math of 70 times 7 as a metaphor of his infinite atonement. We're going to come back to that. His boundless love, his limitless grace. Yea, and as often as my people repent, will I forgive them their trespasses against me. That doesn't mean that the sacrament becomes a license to sin. That's one reason this phrase is included in the book of Moroni. But as often as they repented and sought forgiveness with real intent, they were forgiven. So that is something to remember with this idea of 70 times 7. But it creates this idea of, okay, how do I forgive? How how well do I do this? In fact, the chapter heading says, Jesus explains why we should forgive. So he gives this wonderful and kind of sobering parable of the unmerciful servant. And many of you are familiar with this. Verse 23, therefore the kingdom of heaven, so this is the church of Jesus Christ in the latter days, is likened to a certain king which would take account of his servants. When he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. Now, I have seen multiple ways of figuring out how many, how much this is in our day. The biggest and most astronomical figure I saw someone figure out was one talent is equal to about 3.3 million. This is like a 70 pound weight of just gold. Like this is, this is a lot. Okay. Now you put that into 10,000 talents. That's $33 billion. Okay. Now again, that's just one example. I've seen others out there, but that's the most astronomical one that I've seen right here. Let me kind of show you right here. I put this on this little chart right here. Again, how to understand this. That's like this. Years since Adam and Eve, and Elder Jeffrey R. Holland actually originally did this a few years ago, and I've just kind of updated this to our day. So this is the parable of the unmerciful servant in the year 2023. Years since Adam and Eve, 6,023, you know, give or take. That's 2,198,395 days. If you were to repay that at a thousand dollars a day, you will have repaid $2,198,395,000, which would still leave you an astronomical amount of over $30 billion that you owe. Now, you take the average lifespan of a man, which is about 78, let's say that those are 50 working years, okay? That's 18,250 days, 
the amount paid per day, $1,000 a day. I don't know a person, I mean, there's a lot of people who, you know, that's decent money, you know, $1,000 a day. That means you will have repaid $18,250,000 over your lifetime, which still leaves you with over $32 billion. Now, with that said, those are just numbers, but I think what the Savior's trying to teach here, this is an unpayable sum, right? Now, you go back to Matthew 18 with this idea of the 10,000 talents. Uh, verse 25, for as much as he had not to pay, that's probably one of the greatest understatements, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and his children and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshiped him saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay thee all. Now again, there's no way. There's an old church video where the church kind of put this together and it says in a thousand lifetimes, there's no way this guy can pay this. And the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave the debt. Wonderful story there, merciful. But the same servant went out, found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. Click on that says it's three months wages of a poor working man, okay? Which nowadays, it's like 5,000 bucks, okay? Now, again, even if you are a poor working man, there's probably ways you could figure out how to get that paid off, right? So he owed him a hundred pence. Now back to that verse 28. He laid hands on him, took him by the throat, saying, pay me that thou owest. His fellow servant fell down at his feet, besought him, saying, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. That same verbiage as before. And he would not, but he went and cast him into prison until he should pay his debt. When his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told their Lord, the one that had forgiven him all that was done. And then his Lord, after he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, that $33 billion, because thou desirest me. Shouldest thou not also have had compassion, that's been mentioned quite a bit here, on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee. His Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly father also do unto you if from your hearts he forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Now again, it's a powerful parable. Tormentors, that's an interesting thing there in verse 34. Tormentors, I looked it up, a person who inflicts severe mental or physical suffering on someone. Anybody who has felt the... I'm going to call it the poison of unforgiveness, understands it's a tormenting feeling. It's a tormenting thought that stays with you when you are not able to forgive someone. All of this is a great parable, but it comes down to the fact that there are people watching this episode who are having problems forgiving someone for whatever reason it is. And my heart goes out to you because that is a very, very difficult thing to do but it is something that is necessary to do. Now it is gonna take time and it is going to take a God. It's gonna take the God to help you out with this. With regards to this idea of forgiveness, one of the greatest talks that I have read recently and went back to was just six months ago, uh, October, 2022, Sister Kristen Yee. Uh, she gave a wonderful talk on this. Let me just share with you a couple thoughts that she shared about forgiveness and, and hopefully this will help out. So go ahead and watch this. I have personally witnessed the miracle of Christ healing my warring heart. With permission of my father, I share that I grew up in a home where I didn't always feel safe because of emotional and verbal mistreatment. In my youth and young adult years, I resented my father and had angered my heart from that hurt. Over the years and in my efforts to find peace and healing on the path of forgiveness, I came to realize in a profound way that the same Son of God who atoned for my sins is the same Redeemer who will also save those who have deeply hurt me. I could not truly believe the first truth without believing the second. As my love for the Savior has grown, so has my desire to replace hurt and anger with his healing balm. 
It has been a process of many years requiring courage, vulnerability, perseverance, and learning to trust in the Savior's divine power to save and heal. I still have work to do, but my heart is no longer on a warpath. I have been given a new heart, one that has felt the deep and abiding love of a personal Savior who stayed beside me, who gently and patiently led me to a better place, who wept with me, who knew my sorrow. Elder Richard G. Scott said, You cannot erase what has been done, but you can forgive. Forgiveness heals terrible, tragic wounds, for it allows the love of God to purge your heart and mind of the poison of hate. It cleanses your consciousness of the desire for revenge. It makes place for the purifying, healing, restoring love of the Lord. My earthly father has also had a miraculous change of heart in recent years and has turned to the Lord, something I wouldn't have anticipated in this life. Another testimony to me of the complete and transformative power of Jesus Christ. I know he is able to heal the sinner and those sinned against. He is the Savior and the Redeemer of the world who laid down his life that we might live again. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. To all that are brokenhearted, captive, bruised, and perhaps blinded or hurt by sin, he offers healing, recovery, and deliverance. I testify that that healing and recovery he offers is real. The timing of that healing is individual, and we cannot judge another's timing. It is important to allow ourselves the necessary time to heal and to be kind to ourselves in the process. The Savior is ever merciful and attentive and stands ready to provide the succor we need. Well, this idea of forgiveness, this principle of forgiveness, is easier said than done. But like Sister Yi said, it can be done and it must be done. And the Savior will help you with that. He has forgiven us all, and I am grateful for that. You and I also need to take that time and that effort and that prayer and all of the work towards that to be able to do that as well. And I promise you, you can do it. I know that's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.